Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. On what is a very, very, very rainy, nasty Tuesday in the nation's capital. It's always sunshiny in studio. Oh, my good goodness gracious. <laughs> when we get a visit from the good doctor, baby. I'm not a physician. That's right. He is not a physician, but he is the D.O.C. And no rainstorm, no windstorm, no Doug Cameron forecast can ruin the excitement that I have to share the mic for the next three hours with Richard, Doc Walker. Good afternoon, Doc. Christopher, how are you? How are you? I'm doing well. Matthew? Uh, I'm no, doing well. Uh, good to be here. Yeah. And Matty uh, Essig on the other us. side of the glass. Absolutely. I know you're spreading the gospel and the good word over with J.P. Finley. Uh, on the other side uh, of the aisle over there. So, um, yeah, I think B. Mitch is shooting a commercial or he's got something planned big today. So they had to go to the reserves, call from the bullpen, mm-hmm. went in there and pitched a few innings. Is, is B. Mitch uh, basically replacing Chase Young and, and, and doing all that offseason work that, that Chase I, Young I can't had to bypass now? At liberty to say, oh. all I know, they said, look, we need a stunt man to come in. And I go, you got him. And I right. went over and served. Like, what happened to Rooster? They said he was booked. And I said, okay. So I came over there. And I said, you're probably going to be disappointed, but I'll give you the best. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So we have, uh, obviously, as Kevin was talking about, uh, and we'll start here, um, pretty big, significant breaking news, somewhat Somewhat expected, I guess, over the last two days based on a lot of the rumors and the reports. But if you would have said last week that Mike Vrabel would be out with the Tennessee Titans, who just won Coach of the Year a couple of years ago, not that that, again, cements you forever, was 54-45 and over his tenure, made the playoffs three times, I guess, in, uh, in, in six full seasons, Went to an AFC title game. Doc, that that resume doesn't sound like your buddy Ron Rivera's resume, who got fired yesterday. That sounds like the resume of a guy who should get a seventh year, who should 
be a head coach for a stable organization, and yet Mike Vrabel just got fired within the last 20 minutes, half an hour or so with the Tennessee Titans, and now is a free agent. No trade, apparently no compensation. I mean, there is no compensation because they fired him, Mm -hmm. and the owner, Amy Adams Strunk, Strunk, whatever the hell her last name is, she's running around saying... Oh, you know, like we we don't compete for winning seasons; we compete for championships. Uh, and like I made this decision, and they whoever didn't get along. you, I mean, meaning the owner, no, not they, the yeah, new GM. They did GM. not get along. You, oh, they did not get no, along. No, no, her, they, they were not. Rebel. They okay. were not on the same page. You can't run an organization if your owner or presidents and you have a disagreement mm-hmm. uh, with your head coach. They were never able to develop the quarterback position. They were dominant in the run game. Their left tackle was great when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. They couldn't sustain it. Where I respect the Green Bay Packers, for 30 years of consistency with an offensive line, mm-hmm. very few people can match that. Right. And Tennessee, they play bully ball. Well, got to have bullies to do it. And they gave away Brown. Who, who lets that happen? That cost the GM a year ago his job. Yep. You don't lose an ace. It, it just it was ridiculous. But they're not alone. I mean, a quarter of the entire league is stuck on stupid. So this is no real big surprise. Anybody that has their feet on the ground paying attention to this, that kind of was expected. I mean, I understand where things went wrong in Tennessee. Clearly, when they committed to a lot of money to Ryan Tannehill a couple years ago, it cost them, along with some injuries you were just kind of alluding to, mm-hmm. a really good offensive line. Yeah, Guys Luan's like Jack good. Conklin, what good. have you. Mm-hmm. Um, their center, uh, I forgot his name, Ben mm-hmm. something, or uh, I, I forgot his name. He wasn't brought back a year. Then you have the change at general manager. Rand Carthon took over last year. I guess what struck me about all of this was a her statement saying basically the owner you know again saying we we try and compete for championships around here not winning seasons and clearly they have not done enough winning over the last two years there is no denying that uh, and last year's end to the season which I think was like seven losses in a row including somehow playing for a division title despite riding like a six game losing streak and then losing and all sorts of quarterback issues and then this year you know Tannehill and Will Levis and and back and forth and injuries and this and that, and Derrick Henry saying goodbye. I mean, clearly, we shouldn't be shocked by this, but I think I think people are surprised by this because Vrabel was once considered, two years ago maybe, and maybe even over the last two years, as kind of like young coaching royalty, right? He came from Belichick and the Patriots. Everybody remembers him catching touchdown passes as a linebacker in goal yardage situations. Everybody remembers what kind of character he was as a linebacker for Belichick in the early Patriots part of the dynasty, meaning in the first part of this century, and so on and so forth. And people just loved his style. Like, you heard Kevin talking about it. I've heard, you know, others talk about Mike Vrabel. Oh, Mike Vrabel, if he was available, I'd jump out and get him this, that, and the other thing. All fine and all good. But ultimately, even though he finished with a winning record, even though he made the playoffs three out of six seasons, even though he made an AFC championship game, even though he was coach of the year, ultimately they didn't win enough in the last two years and I guess the ownership there saw a troubling trend in addition to like what you were talking about, of course, the quarterback, the offensive line, so on and so forth. And, oh, by the way, even though they have a new stadium already on the way, 
You've got to figure out, as an ownership group, how to fill up all those seats, how to make everybody excited about your product. And there seems to be like this healthy respect for Mike Vrabel elsewhere, but maybe in Tennessee and in Nashville, where it matters the most, maybe people are like, yeah, this isn't working because it's now two years in a row where this train is off the tracks. And the, and the reason why I bring this up, of course, is because now he's a free agent. And everybody has connected the dots, Doc, to New England. Well, the last time I checked at 108 and change on a Tuesday afternoon, January the 9th, the job in New England's not open yet. Mm -mm. The job in New England is not open yet, and it might not be. You just said it. Mm -hmm. So the question becomes, for our argument, Mm -hmm. is a guy like Mike Vrabel, that's got to be somebody you have to talk to, right? But is it somebody that you have to hire? I don't know. That's why I'm glad we have a a leadership group that's intact, and that's their decision, not mine, it probably wouldn't be really high on my list, although it would be an upgrade from what we had, but I think they're going to go in a different direction. So if you had to make a guess, if you had to make an assertion, you would you would not be that hot to trot for Vrabel. I'm, I'm just not big on hiring people that are fired when I can hire people that are in the midst of an upward swing of success. Okay. Why would I fire, hire anybody that's out of, without a job when I'm looking to find people that are at their best, that are in a groove, that, are, that have discovered things that hadn't been discovered before? All right, so you Only and I an are going to have a— would you, do that. You, you and I are going to have a little bit of a fundamental disagreement on this from the standpoint of Mike Vrabel just got fired a half an hour ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly the arrow is not pointing up based on his most recent sample size. No, no, no. We're not going to argue. You go with what you believe. Right, right. You ask me a question. No, I yeah, told yeah, you. Yeah, right. No, I'm not going to talk I, me I, into anybody yeah. that got fired. We just did that. We just hired a guy that got fired. Right. Who does that? Okay. People that aren't real smart. There's so, too many people that are ahead of Vrabel right now. They got more success. They did better with what they had than he did. Is All right, so let me ask you that. Are you talking specifically about – Young offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators who haven't been given the crack that Rabel has had? Or are you talking about fired coaches from previous stays and previous tenures that have gone back to being an assistant and have worked their way back up, i.e. a Dan no, Quinn or head coach, If a head coach loses his job, I don't compare him to a guy who's a coordinator. Okay. It's only of the head coaches, okay. the potential head coaches hires. All right. I think he'd be better off. He may end up in – Back in New England as DC mm. with Bill, since Bill is going to take less, take things off his plate, mm. that might be comforting for Bill. Now he's got a guy who understands everything he says. Mm-hmm. So to me, if I were very Bravel's agent, that's probably where I'd be putting him to. Interesting. But you, my guess is that Vrabel is going to get a head coaching job, not a DC job. I, I that that's my guess. I don't know that for sure, but that's my my guess, my hunch. So you're saying you're saying what the ideal scenario would be, but in your mind, the ideal scenario for Doc, for you, if you were just in control, would not be to hire Vrabel 
but instead to look at either an aspiring head coach who hasn't been a head coach yet or am i wrong again a a a, a head coach who no, is no, already no. or a former head coach who's already gone back to being it, it doesn't a really top matter. assistant we're playing a game that that's uh, make believe we don't have any authority to do any of this mm-hmm. i like Vrabel a lot he's a, been a hell of a head coach that i like and he's a run first guy mm-hmm. i love that in him but his quarterback success or lack thereof troubles me since he had that much time yeah. to get it fixed yeah. and never did get it fixed. So I think there are people that I'm – he may win it. I don't know. I never sit around and imagine things that have no hope of being true. I'm not going to be in a position to make that decision with this organization. Mm-hmm. So why would I waste my thought on it? I'm giving you an assessment of what I've seen. He's had long enough to get it done. People have ascended over him. He allowed his general manager to make some crazy moves, or he didn't have the authority to stop him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know. It's not. I'm not that excited. I'm more excited about the young man in Minnesota, who's been a head coach, got railroaded by the owner, been with the Belichick tree, mm-hmm. who took a lousy defense and flipped it in one season. Okay. He took trash and turned it into treasure. And yet they have. Brian Flores mm. is the guy you're talking about yes. who has been at the top of my list as well. Mm. And I don't care that he's not warm and fuzzy. I don't, I don't care want, that he's not good I know with the you media. Do. I don't want no. a guy that nobody even likes. No, no. <laughs> when you say yeah. <laughs> when you say I know you do, this goes yeah. back to our discussion from last year that I felt bad for Ron and that, you know, I defended Ron you a little bit because he's a yourself. nice guy. That's fine. We don't, you don't have to ever hear me really mention that again because Ron's gone, right? Yeah. Nice guys do finish last in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about you're talking about Brian Flores. Yes. And yet here Brian Flores is. Mm-hmm. We are a day and a half into the offseason. Mm-hmm. And to our knowledge, at least based on reports, and I have not heard this from anybody, nor have I checked, but to our knowledge, mm-hmm. Brian Flores, who is not in the playoffs, mm-hmm. who can be immediately interviewed. Mm-hmm. Because the Vikings did not make the playoffs, has not been even requested to interview yet, yet by mm-hmm. the commanders via public reports. Now yeah, we don't, don't know. know if it just hasn't leaked. Yeah. We don't know what, but almost every other name is leaked. It's hard to imagine that Brian Flores's name wouldn't have leaked. So my question to you, in addition to the Vrabel stuff, which we'll ask the audience. Is clearly a guy like Flores is seemingly at the top of your thought process, and I understand why. He's at the top of my thought process. I don't think he's at the top of many fans' thought process. But is it strange to you that he that, that we have not heard that he's interviewed or been requested to interview anywhere? No, not never at all. mind the Washington not Commanders. At all. Is it just because of that lawsuit and because of the controversy that he got involved in, do you think? Nope. or I don't give it any thought because smart people don't telegraph to things. Only idiots do. So just because we don't know, why would we know? Why would they tell well, us? Well, because we know everything about everyone else. You know that about it because of our organization, the way we've done business here. You didn't know anything about yesterday's announcements until they happened, did you? Uh, No. Okay. No. But but I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, like we know down in Carolina, and I, I understand that's not a great example right now, 
We know it down he in Carolina. He just won't stop. No, I, he, but he but can't stop examples. doing being radio guy. These are the it's things like, that are on my mind. Yeah, it's fine. We, we know in Carolina no. who they're interested in, who, they're, who they want to talk to. you don't hear about it, Chris, doesn't mean it's... I understand be that. Yeah. And that's why I say, at yeah. least publicly, we yeah. don't know the public, anything it's a hobby going the on with Brian Flores. It's a hobby for him. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. Okay. I, you got to understand, you can't think the way we've been conditioned to think around here, the way this clown show has been operated. Real businesses, you find out when, they, when it's after the fact. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Oh, yeah. It was just announced. Period. Which basically is what happened to your point yesterday morning. Yeah, when like you get, nobody, when you get Bob nobody Myers, thought of Bob Myers. You know, a guy like Adam Peters. And what do they have in common? They're both Bruins. So, it, oh, I see where he's going with that. No, you. <laughs> it's just a different deal. They brought him up. I didn't bring him up. Yeah, no, no, that's they her. did. That's her. They did. I mean, so no, I don't nobody thought about Bob Myers. Some people had mentioned Rick Spielman, like my guy uh, Teresh, who works mm-hmm. over at Tegna, who's great with the connections. And all that. I remember back in no- late November, he and I had you know, a Twitter conversation, and he mentioned specifically, and he reminded me of it yesterday, Rick Spielman. Now, listen, is that the most absurd, unheard of thing in the world, that Rick Spielman would be brought on as a consultant or brought on in some sort? No, of course not. He was a longtime accomplished general manager, been out for two years, essentially, uh, and you know, is available. And doing media work with the 33rd team. Not even like a prominent, prominent Fox or CBS or ESPN type or NFL Network type of role. So nobody should be surprised by that, but Rick Spielman was certainly not at the top of anybody's list. So to your point, when it happened yesterday morning around 8.30, everybody was like, (gasps) shock and awe, right? Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess that's good. I guess that's good, but clearly somebody is leaking something in the Harris group, right? Because we have a full list of GM candidates and a full list of head coach requests. Clearly somebody is leaking something. So it's not all just cloak and dagger and silence of the lambs, you know? They were quiet for, what, eight, nine weeks? It's They're, they're doing business, and yeah, I, I don't know. I just... There's a national championship game. There's puck. In other words, it's not the only thing in my universe. Well, you are a man of multiple. I'm just saying this is not multiple universe. Nobody outside of our market even cares about us because we're not a factor. How do you how do you get to be a factor though? You got to win. You got to win games. Yeah, you got to win games. Well, how do you how do you win games? By getting the right people in your building who understand. How to win. We might be stuck on stupid around here, but but I refuse to just accept stupidity and staying that way. I'm always trying to figure out the next way. Okay. You know, that that that's the thing for me. And whether that's Mike Vrabel, whether that's another name on the list and there's just came up, just new news and it makes sense. I like him a lot. I really do. Uh, but again, the beauty now is that we don't even have to think like them. Because they have thinkers that they have on staff, they're paying mm-hmm. to think, and I'm I'm really interested to see how this continues to grow. Because sometimes you can have too many cooks in the kitchen. Sometimes you can have no cooks. So so many. I don't think there's a set way, mm-hmm. but it's going to be interesting to see how they pick people that have a background of winning. Mike Vrabel, mm-hmm. six and eleven this mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. seven and ten last year. Mm-hmm. Doc, I'm not a mathematician. Just mm-hmm. like you're not a doctor or a physician. a physician. 
But that uh, is 13 and 21. That's not very good Mm-mm. the last two years. So for those that want to stick by this, well, you can't hire somebody that uh, is, in their words, retread somebody, you know, and everybody's, everybody's definition. Everybody's retread. Yeah, everybody's right, retread. everybody's definition yeah. and prism is a little bit different, but yeah. there are people that will only hire mm-hmm. first-time head coaches. There are only there are people that will only hire offensive-minded head coaches. No, there are people that and organizations. That. The people who say it are not in a position to hire anybody. That's a fair point. So and just, neither am I. Neither I, am I. I, I, I just, neither am I. I just, I just prefer the. Yeah. I just prefer the the round method as opposed to the only one way to jam the door open method. It depends on the person. To me, I'm hiring a unique personality, a unique person. That breaks all rules. If I can find somebody that unique, there's nobody that can call here. Even the most, even you. Probably didn't have a, a dossier on Joe Jackson Gibbs when he was hired. Mm. So the theory is that you got to be from the SEC. You got to be none of that. All that's all speculation. You got to find the right human being that is going to make this project oxygen to mm-hmm. them. They, they're going to go twenty four seven, balls to the walls. Their wife is a saint. Their kids are understanding. Because they're all like Joe, three days a week. Has anybody slept at the park since he was here? I can't confirm. Two or three days. I haven't heard about it. Uh, I mean, I I would say very unlikely. Two or three. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think so. So again, it's the level of commitment, and it's, I hate to even compare the goat yeah. to anybody else. I mean, That's Shanahan used to put in some long they hours. They all put in long you know. hours, yeah. but I'm just and Shanahan, yeah. same class. Yeah, gets it. Yep. Yep. Badass. Yeah. You know, right. you never had to worry about where his brain was at. These people are 24-7, 365 football. Right. Very hard to find football. anyone yeah. that is going to ever fill the shoes of Joe Gibbs, of course, or and or Mike Shanahan, even though his record here wasn't successful. That's and okay. people say, well, yeah. that's why, he, you know, Look at the uh, seeds he's a terrible he coach. He's a this, yeah, he's he a that, a lot all of that seeds. stuff. And it's also why you can't judge somebody just purely by wins and losses. And no. maybe that's the argument here no. for Mike Vrabel. All right, we will get to your calls coming up. One of the questions that we will tackle, of course, is Mike Vrabel is now a free agent. Uh, we don't know about Bill Belichick in New England, which means he's open to considering interviews and opportunities with other teams. Uh, as their head coach, presumably, would you have an interest in a defensive-minded head coach coming off of two pretty bad years with the Tennessee Titans and not having been able to find a quarterback to solidify his future despite some really positive achievements earlier in his six-year tenure in Nashville as well Will McClay was added to the list of general manager candidates for the Washington Commanders today strong you just heard Doc's initial comments I want to expand upon that just a little bit more when we return. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Interact Ace Law, help you get a check. You will need them today, baby. Be careful out there with all the rain and all the flooding and all the wind uh, that is still to come. Call 88, Doc's favorite number, 8888-ACE-LAW. Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Dan, uh, Dan Quinn has been requested to interview with the Dow- with the Washington Commanders and other teams like the Carolina Panthers and the Chargers, I believe, were the uh, third team. Uh, we will see if that happens. It obviously can't happen even virtually via Zoom until next week. Um, and we'll see what happens with the Cowboys who take on the Packers uh, in the playoffs. Uh, no Brian Flores yet, at least publicly, from what we know. And he, again, is capable of interviewing, like today, now, because the Vikings were eliminated. He's their defensive coordinator. Uh, the commanders also put in a request for Will McClay, the executive vice president of the Dallas Cowboys, essentially their assistant GM, their GM. And he's been around for a number of years, Doc. And you said right before the break, that you thought, uh, I forgot exactly what you said, but like uh, you no, were very high on that. It sounded like, yeah. The Cowboys identify talent, and they do a great job. Their defense, I mean, they they're so loaded with hybrids, mm-hmm. cover guys, pass rushers. Uh, they have had some problems on the offensive line, but that's due to injury, right? Not due to selection. Correct. They select a guy. He's either on the verge of being Pro Bowler or he's All Pro. Yeah. They are fantastic. Oh, they, they've ha- and they've had a great offensive line. Yeah. I, I, you know I that they've shuffled leave. guys in and out. But if you get him, you landed a whale. Okay, not not a a whale of a good a whale. Kind. Oh, good dude. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I think amongst his peers, he's right. He's valedictorian. Right. Yeah. He's been in the Cowboys personnel department for twenty one years. Yeah, that's, that's twenty one. Yeah, be that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think. I think even. Nail nail. Yeah. Will uh he's their that. vice president of player personnel. Uh here's my thought. I said last week when Albert Breer came out with like 30 different names for GM candidates. Mm-hmm. Will McClay, Adam Peters, who they've already requested, and apparently Bob Myers and he have a very good relationship Adam going Peters, long back. Another winner. And Kyle Smith, who was here, mm-hmm. who is just the assistant GM with the Atlanta Falcons. And I understand the Atlanta Falcons are a mess right now for mm-hmm. various reasons. Were three guys that jumped out to me. I said that on this show. I tweeted that. What have you? I think that was last Thursday. I didn't know if the commanders would be interested in Will McClay. 
But they should have been, and I'm damn glad that they were and are. Just like they should be, at least in my opinion, interested in Mike Frabel. Just like they should be interested, and they are, in Dan Quinn. Just like they should be interested in Raheem Morris. Just like they should be interested in Brian Flores. And again, we don't know the answer to that right here and right now. But Will McClay is a guy that gets me excited. A, Doc, because... He's really good. As you just mentioned, some of the, th- and we can talk about obviously all of the construction of the Cowboys roster. And when you have to work with Jerry Jones, that can't be easy. And yet mm. he's done it for a long time and successful. And whatever you want to say about the Cowboys, all they do is win in the regular season. They've now won 12 games in a row the last three years. The, the league went to a 17 game season three years ago. They've 12 and five in each of those last three years. Okay. So say whatever you want. I think that would be an, Excellent, excellent addition. And here's the other reason. You would hurt the Cowboys. You would hurt the Cowboys. And theoretically, you would help your organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something to be said for that, right? Oh, I mean, strategic uh, brilliance to hurt your opponent and help yourself is prime example of the Philadelphia Eagles. Steichen's removal uh, the of the, the D.C. went to Arizona. Name mm-hmm. escapes me. And they are now, they've dropped three pegs. Because what we don't talk about in talk radio enough is the importance of excellent assistant coaching. Mm-hmm. If you don't get your room better, you stink. Because these guys who come in from different programs and colleges need to be coached up. And so if you have a rock star head coach and you got some guys that he just went by 7-Eleven to Home Depot and picked up some people. You're not going to beat anybody because the guys in that room aren't getting the juice. you got to have a great strength and conditioning, which we have here. Mm-hmm. Our medical people love them, love the kitchen. But clearly, if you look at position by position, who got better? Who developed? And our secondary, because we lost the most talented guy on the defensive side of the mm-hmm. ball, and you lost him, and you, you it's, it's ridiculous, so. Yeah, I'm in him. All right, so that's Will McClay. We obviously touched on Vrabel. Um, Commanders fans, would it be important for you to not only help your organization but to hurt the Cowboys if you were to be able to secure a guy like Clay, maybe over a guy like Adam Peters, who, as we know, they requested to speak to, apparently has a really good relationship with Bob Myers and is seriously considering coming here when he's turned down other opportunities, would it be more important for you to hurt the Cowboys and hire a guy like McClay? And also, what about Vrabel? Would you be in on that considering all of his success early on in Tennessee, yet the last two years, 13-21, and combined, and again, the inability to find a quarterback, which was the hallmark, one of many bad hallmarks, of the Ron Rivera regime right here in Washington. Time for a quick trending alert, and then out to your phone calls, 301-230-0980, and just a flash with the DOC. All right, so as we told you about, Mike Vrabel out after six years with the Tennessee Titans. They called it a difficult decision, 54-45, and 45, reached the playoffs three times, an AFC title appearance in AFC Coach of the Year award. He could be heading back to New England, but Bill Belichick 
has not been let go, uh, released from his duties there, as has been widely expected. We will see what happens, or he could potentially uh, become a candidate for the Washington Commanders. We told you about the Commanders uh, interviewing or requesting to interview uh, Will McClay of the Dallas Cowboys this morning at Josh Harris's home in Miami. They have reportedly uh, interviewed and met with Mike Borgonzi, the assistant general manager uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Meanwhile, the Indianapolis Colts issuing a statement earlier saying that owner uh, Jim Ursay has been treated and is currently being treated in a hospital at the age of 64 while dealing with a severe respiratory illness. So we will see what happens from that. Last night in college football, Michigan ultimately pulled away from Washington and Michael Penix to win the national championship. And what does that mean for Coach Jim Harbaugh? Well, he wouldn't talk about it after the game in multiple interviews in terms of going to the NFL, but certainly that has been the speculation. And from the NBA, Tyrese Halliburton Dealing with a hamstring, he'll be shut down and reevaluated for two weeks, but he could miss much more time than that. And that's what's trending. If it's a lollipop environment, you're going to end up with a lot of suckers. I don't like lollipops. Sometimes lollipops are okay, I guess. Who would say that they're not? I mean, the song Lollipop, Lollipop. Oh, la, 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 lollipop. Ba-dum, boom, boom. Was a great song. Great song. But lollipops, eh, they're okay, right? I mean, you're not a big lollipop. You're looking at me, Essig, like I have 16 heads. Are you a lollipop guy? No. I mean, do they make... I I guess they still make lollipops, right? I I I don't touch them. I mean, I've never really... I, I will forever say that Dum Dums are the best lollipops, and if you want to sponsor our final segment of the show, please go right ahead. Well, oh, that is a, that yeah, is a great strong. idea. I mean, that is a great idea, one that we've already thought of, uh, and 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 it has been met with a gigantic thud, a gigantic thud. But if you want, that's right. I forgot we did that already uh, back when we created Dum Dum of the day, which we great, look forward to. It's a it's a staple. Uh, yesterday was um, the dude in Alabama, not the dictator, dumping, no. uh, jumping into the Bass Pro Shops, yeah. buck ass naked. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's, nobody could find his willy. Yeah, that was. Uh, I ended up catching that video. I mean, did you see his willy or no? I did not, but I will say it has been a <laughs> not while. not Tom Wilson, his willy. It's been a while since I seen a man with that much joy. Like I don't know what he was doing or what he was on, but he looked so happy diving mm-hmm. into that little fake pond in exactly. the middle of a basketball shop. Exactly. Shop. Uh, probably not as much fine, uh, fun uh, with the criminal charges. We'll get no. to Jim Harbaugh and Michigan's win last night in the national championship after 2 o'clock, but we're asking two things basically simultaneously. The commanders have interviewed or asked to interview Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, and now Will McClay, the vice president of player personnel, essentially the GM <clears throat> under Jerry Jones, who has as much control and input as you're going to have working for Jerry Jones and has done a damn good job. Would that tag team excite you? And would it, because it would hurt the Dallas Cowboys while hopefully simultaneously helping you, is that important? And then also a separate aside, Mike Vrabel fired after six years by the Tennessee Titans, 13-21, and the last two years combined, 
Would it fire you up to have Mike Vrabel in the nation's capital? 301-230-0980. Out to the phones we go. Uh, let's start with Robert and Reston. First up in the leadoff spot, and then we'll get to Dr. Sabah after that. What's up, Robert? How are you? Hey, Robert. Hey, I just I just want to say how thankful I am the season's over. I mean, you know, it's it's been real torture. You know, what I did was after the sixth game, I just stopped watching the Redskins. I just I couldn't I couldn't bear to watch them. And uh, I just the whole game, the last game, the first of the Cowboys, didn't even turn the TV on. Couldn't watch it. So so you said coming. after the sixth game, which by my count I think would have been the Atlanta Falcons win, or was it after maybe the Bears blowout loss, which was the fifth game? Whatever, whatever the case might be, you didn't watch any of it. No, I, I, I would, I would look forward to, you know, I would look forward to Sundays, you know, watching the football game, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden I realized I'm, I'm really going to be watching the Redskins, and I'll, <laughs> I'll turn it off for like maybe five minutes, and then I wouldn't watch it. I, yeah, I, I just couldn't watch it anymore. I, I mean, listen, I, I think that's a little over-aggressive, a little bit early, but, you know, to each his own, you can do whatever you want. Uh, Doc, I would say this. I Down the stretch, especially the last month, really from the Miami loss, well, after the Miami loss, because I was there and unfortunately I had to watch it all, the last couple of road games at L.A. after the bye, at the Jets, and I watched Red Zone and, you know, very rarely exclusively turned over to the Commanders games. I mean, I I did. Now, I I was at the last two home games, so obviously, you know, you're watching what you're seeing. I mean, this is part of the deal. But those two road games, I did not watch exclusively the Commanders games. I mean, after the the ninth game, they should have set Sam Howell down. Eighth and ninth game, they should have set him down. They eventually eventually did. Uh, Weigh in quickly, Robert, here on do you want – do you want a guy like Mike Vrabel to be in charge, considering all the good things he's done, but also some of the struggles that he's had over the last two years in Tennessee? Well, you know, I'm interested in the owners going and doing their homework and finding a guy who, you know, has some – who's competent. Yeah. And you know, let's bring some competence to the table and, you know, let's let's go forward. Yep. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, yeah, you know. Yeah, listen, yeah. I, I mean, people, you know, people can say, I guess, that Ron Rivera was not competent. I just say he wasn't good at his job. Appreciate the phone call, uh, Doc. I, I know how you feel about Vrabel, a guy like Dan Quinn. If they could somehow package Dan Quinn, and maybe this is me dreaming, Dan Quinn and Will McClay together, and really hurt the Cowboys, is that too much, or is that like, hey, you know what, we? can get a top-flight GM candidate and a top-flight experienced former head coach and hurt the Cowboys all at the same time, let's do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't really believe that you're hurting the Cowboys. I know we'd want to, but I think that that thrill is gone. I'm, de- I'm, done. I'm done with that. What I want to do is get the best talent evaluator I can get my hands on, and I want to get the best teacher on defense that has a plan they have a type of player that they have identified defensively and listening to, to Quinn talk. And I like people that you go, well, what are you thinking? And then know exactly what to tell you because they're not making it up. Mm-hmm. And he's got a recipe to success. So I think those two guys, 
would be great for us. What it does at Dallas, they've got a ton of money, and they'll replace them because they're people that would cut an arm off mm -hmm. to go and work with that type of talent. So, And I'm just like Sheehan. Sheehan has convinced me. I never thought I'd find him flatlined on this team and the organization. And now I, now I understand wholeheartedly as to why. And I'm at the same point he's at. I'm hearing it in your voice. You can't. I'm not into it. No more of the propaganda yeah. or the salesman crap. I'm sick of it. So I'm going to go stick to my guns because I've lived it and I understand it. And I know that when you're in the process of it, you hate it. Yeah. Then you end up bragging about them later. But in the process, right. you hate them. And, we, we, and there's only one way to pull this off. There's only one way to win. And I'm done with them. So I'm, I'm completely into my bag. And this guy fits what I know works. And I'd be all for it. I'm not so worried about like igniting any silly kind of rivalry or, or anything like that. I'm just looking at it from a divisional standpoint. You talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. Winning your division, A, guarantees you a playoff. This division is the, a lot. Yeah. Right. And, and, and B, guarantees you a home game, right? And, and so, therefore, division games huge. have always been huge. I remember when I first started working with you, like I was like, all right, Doc's a little crazy about this NFC East stuff. But I understand, no, it's, after it's working everything. with you for years, what you meant by that and how important those games are. So, to me, that's where I'm more looking at, not – rekindling some stupid rivalry oh, no, no. or I'm Dallas week work. or anything like that. I need NFC East yeah. competence. Right, right. I want to cuz we play them twice. Right. So I need a guy that no hates New York, hates yeah. Philly, hates a all that's important. I don't know if he would hate I don't know if you hired those guys from Dallas if you would if they would hate Dallas. No, no, no. But they'd gonna, be, nobody competent right. hates anybody. Right. I just want to be better than them to yes. beat them in the game. Period. And and that yeah. and that's what that's I believe it. like like if they came to work for you. Yeah. Hey, man, this is our time to prove that we were a huge part of the Cowboys' success. And now we're going to prove it by not only beating everyone else, but by beating them. Mm -hmm. So that's – I'll give you something that I was told about Dan Quinn in a wee little bit, but I want to get uh, another call in here uh, from Dr. Sabah before we take the time out on the uh, Ace Law listener lines. What's up, Doc? How are you? Hey, Doc. Hey, guys, I'm still on cloud nine from our game on Sunday night. My daughter had 33 points hey, and five threes. Hey, Woo. Hey. It was a close one. We hey, were girl. down four again with like under four minutes to go. We are definitely teetering on getting beat, so we'll see how that goes. Hey, um, but, hey, we're still ranked up to number 11th of the country now, so we'll take that. But, you know, that gentleman talked about not watching Redskins games, mm -hmm. you know, and no, never, no, notice how know, I didn't notice how I didn't correct him on the commander's name, by the way. Yeah, well, I mean, sorry, it's just like Twitter's always Twitter to me. Yeah, I'm not gonna call it yeah, up. That's so, fair. You know, that's if fair. I hurt your feelings, that's fair. I'm sorry. Um, so uh, you know, it used to be appointment television. I mean, like appointment uh, for the year. Can't wait till September comes. I mean, August, the preseason. It's just what do you do on Sundays without the game? Well. This Sunday, I went to my daughter's game, and on the way home, you know, um, we usually will watch uh, the end of the uh, Redskins game because it started at 4 o'clock time. And her game, we got out of there about 5 or so as I'm driving back. And you know what I watched instead? I watched the um, uh, re review of the Virginia Tech NC State women's basketball game, and the nice comeback that Virginia Tech had. And then I turned it to uh, the Carolina uh, women's against Notre Dame. I could not believe I did that. I've never watched women's college basketball over – 
NFL, particularly my Redskins, ever in my life. And I did that. Hmm. And then, um, uh, you know, Mr. Gutman texted me saying he wanted me on the show. I'm like, dude, I didn't even watch the game. I was yeah. watching my daughter's game, and I'm driving home now. I hadn't even watched the game. All right. so, I, I mean, I understand that. I understand that. I was happy. I understand that. Yeah. But now we have to move forward. Do you want Vrabel, yes or yeah. no? Interest in Vrabel. No. I want Jim Harbaugh, and I want to trade down, and I want to get J.J. McCarthy. I want a game manager. Okay. I want a guy that can pass, that uh, a passer that can run. I don't want a runner that can pass. Okay. So the I answer to the other question, I would assume, run. is you're not in on Dan Quinn yeah. either. No, I do not want uh, Dan Quinn. And no offense, uh, uh, um, of course, I don't want a defensive guy. I know it doesn't matter. I just I want somebody that will help my quarterback. Now, once you got the quarterback established, you want to go defense, fine. But I think when they're young, I want the guy. That I mean, you could always hire a good young offensive coordinator like D'Amico Ryans did with the Houston Texans and Bobby Slow. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I mean, that is a one-in-a-lifetime thing, I think. I mean, it's rare. And to me, if you, you know, what we always say in medicine, if you hear hoof prints, hoof beats, whatever, do not ever think zebra. Think horse. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going right. to think course. There you go. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate Thank you. you. It's a bar. Uh, 149, Team 980. Take a quick time out. More of your calls coming up. After 2 o'clock, we'll dive into Jim Harbaugh and what the Michigan Wolverines were able to do last night to the Washington Huskies in the national championship and what lies ahead for Mr. Harbaugh and whether or not the commanders should go hard after him, as they reportedly, reportedly have already expressed interest. We will see. Get Doc's thoughts on that. More of your calls uh, as well sprinkled into the mix. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Oh, baby, sweet dreams are made of these. Could sweet dreams be Dan Quinn and Will McClay leaving the Dallas Cowboys to come and run the Washington Commanders? Both have been requested for interviews. Now, the Commanders have reportedly already interviewed Mike Borgonzi, the assistant GM of the Kansas City Chiefs this morning in Miami at Josh Harris's uh, palatial, I'm sure. State apparently the uh, GM uh, was it Glenn Cook, the assistant GM of the Cleveland Browns, is this afternoon. We will see Mike Vrabel being released from his duties in Tennessee opens up a whole different discussion, and we'll get to Harbaugh after two o'clock, and we'll weave in your phone calls. Uh, we'll save Eddie in Centerville for there because I know he's a big Wolverines guy, so we want to make sure we give him uh, some time uh, there. Let's go to. Well, this is interesting, Doc. D.C. calling from D.C. All right. D.C. and D.C. What's up, D.C.? That's a lot of D.C.'s. How y'all fellas doing? How are you, I'm pal? I'm a first-time caller. Man, wait a second, wait a second. We just, um, we, we just yelled over it, so hang on one second. Let's give it to you proper. Woo! There you go. All right. A little Ric Flair wooage. Appreciate it. But um, I agree with everything Doc said. I love Brian Flores. I love his attitude, and I think that's what we need in the building right now. I do not agree with Dan Quinn. He was a coach one time before, and I think Kyle Shanahan carried that offense to the uh, Super Bowl. I just think Dan Quinn is a hot name right now because of the personnel that's on the staff. I really like their um, DB coach a lot because of you can look at the picks that they had the last two years. But I do agree with 
Will McCray, and I also like um, Glenn Cook. Yeah, uh, Will McClay, uh, j- just just for so we're 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 right. I I disagree with you on on the on the Dan Quinn element. Um, I, I will say this, Kyle. I mean, Kyle Shanahan obviously was a big part of the reason why they got to the Super Bowl and had a twenty-eight to three lead. I'm not going to suggest that he wasn't. I mean, as was Matt Ryan and so on. But Doc, that I mean, I know their defense kind of broke apart there, and ultimately they seemingly never recovered, and there's various reasons for that. But, like, getting but to a Super Bowl and having a 28-3 to lead is no short accomplishment, you know? Oh, the whole true, year. But that team they, was never the same after Kyle I left. understand that. I, I, I Listen, that's fair. But but Matt Ryan was never the same, but, but it was also because he was banged up from t- a bunch. Like, he was... I don't say I want to say he was injured the whole time, but Matt Ryan was banged up quite a bit after Kyle left. You know, so maybe just Kyle left at the right time. Now they were ten and six that next year. Okay, right. they were ten and six. So I mean, now they didn't make the. Um, trying to see here, uh, they were. Um, let me see, they were uh, one and one in the playoffs. So they won uh, a playoff game and lost their second playoff game. So it's not like they immediately collapsed, but that's 2017, 2018, and 2019, 7-9, 7-9, and then they started 0-5, and and obviously they got blown out. You know, I mean, look, I'm not telling you Dan Quinn is here to save the world. I'm not telling you Dan Quinn is, you know, the next coming of Bill Belichick. All I know is everyone that I talk to around the league and what I remember him as a head coach, what I've seen out of him as a DC in both Seattle and in Dallas screams to me like this guy knows what he's doing. And 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 I'll just say this and appreciate the phone call, DC. Um, a, a a former a a a current NFL coach, an assistant coach who knows Dan Quinn very well, texted me unsolicited last night and said, "Quote Quinn." is the best HC candidate out there, will not find a more authentic leader of men with a battle plan for victory, period. Now, some of that could be, hey, I'm stumping for a guy that I have a healthy, immense respect for, right? But this coach worked with Dan Quinn. Worked with Dan Quinn. Uh, So knows Dan Quinn much better than you or I or any of the fans that say, oh, you can't hire a retread. You can't hire – well, remember what happened in the fourth quarter against Tom Brady and the Patriots uh, in the Super Bowl and judge him forever for that. You know, and I'm not saying that's the only criteria, but that's the criteria that a lot of fans remember and that he was ultimately fired, Doc, after a couple more years. But again, it, we should point out they were 10-6 and six the year after Kyle Shanahan left. I, I mean, it's not like they completely imploded. Um, he was in the Kyle Super Bowl, Shan- right? Yeah, he was okay. up 28-3. Okay. I mean, that's good enough for me. He was in the Super Bowl, then... You watch that Cowboy defense pretty yeah. good, right? I mean, they do a pretty good job. They're always good. Yeah, and, and it's not it, just the defensive players. backs coach, no. I tell you that much. Uh, so, you know, I mean, we we can all, I mean, just go look to Micah Parsons and the way they use him. And I know Micah was a top 10 pick. The way they use him, 
Look to Micah Parsons, and you see why people get fired up about Dan Quinn. 159, Team 980. More of your calls coming up. Stay tuned. We will get into Michigan's national championship win over Washington and what is next for Jim Harbaugh. And as well, uh, we'll continue the conversation about Dan Quinn, Will McClay, uh, and Mike Vrabel, who has been fired by the Tennessee Titans after six years right here on the Team 980. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 